All right, welcome to Refuse to Lose Sports. My name is Joe Jordan. I'm your host today. Today we got a good one. We got two people on. We're going to get to these games in the NFL. First, we got my man Tomo, Cowboys fan. What's up, Tomo? What's going on, man? How y'all feeling out there? Yes, sir. I know y'all been on the bye week. You know, they've they been it's probably been Cowboys fans have been probably been missing you, man. So I know I got the hey, Packers man. this week, so that's good. You can't All lose right. on the bye week. <laughs> that's true. Can't win either. But um, uh, also, <laughs> also we got Buccaneers fans got a huge win on Sunday. We got Trent on. What's up, Trent? What's up, Joe? Thanks for having me again, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So look for those who are make sure y'all like this video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Share this video with somebody that you know personally so you can come on watch live with us. Use that comment section. We can see all the comments y'all will be putting out throughout the show. And last but not least, enjoy the rest of the show. All right, so we're going to kick it off and talk about that game from last night. We had the Chiefs and the Titans go to overtime. A lot of people probably didn't expect that to happen, but they went to overtime, and the Chiefs pulled out the victory 20-17, to 17, all right, with the game winning field goal. So we're going to start off with Tomo. Tomo, just give us your reaction. Uh, from that game? Uh, first things first, that's a bi-week hangover, you know? That's how I looked at the game. Uh, there was another thing that I took from it is I liked how the Titans tried to take on that Tampa Super, uh, the Super Bowl scheme, you know, that cover two shell that they were running. Like, I didn't think it was going to last the whole game, but I want to say shout out to Man. the Titans because they helped me win my fantasy league. So I'm going with that. I, I can't say too much about Mahomes not looking like Mahomes, but because to me that's just like a team that was fresh off a of body. It was just like we're just gonna get by. Mm-hmm. All right, Trent. Yeah, I would just say uh, that game was a lot closer um, than the box score looked for sure. Kansas City actually had 29 first downs on 91 plays, and Tennessee had nine first downs on 48 plays. So. <laughs> The recipe there was really that Mahomes turnover is what I think kept Tennessee in the game. Um, I think Kansas City, you know, was looking a little slow. I agree off of that bye week. Um, But Tennessee, man, they got to throw the ball. Malik Willis had five completions. So if this Tennessee team wants to make some noise in the playoffs, they're going to have to find a way. I know Tannehill is going to probably come back and be their starter, but they got to throw the ball. Uh, Derrick Henry, you know, we've seen it before. He can have a huge game and the Titans can still lose. So – I wouldn't look too much uh, into it for Kansas City, but this Tennessee team's got to figure out how to throw the ball because Henry can only take them so far. Yeah. So my, my feedback is this, two things. Number one, like I said, Derrick Henry is still the best running back in the NFL. All right? And the Titans are going to win that division. All right? That defense looked legit. They got the personnel for that cover two shell he was talking about. They did a good job. They can't get – they, they were sacking Mahomes. All right? did a good job with that. Now, and Mahomes – but I like about him is in the fourth quarter, he improvised. He kind of like put put the matters in, in his own hands and used his legs. You know, it got him that huge first down. And I, I feel like after they got that first down, it sparked the rest of the drive on that, on that game-tying uh, drive. So the Chiefs, man, um, I like when people compare Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, they're in two different levels in my opinion. I think Patrick Mahomes yeah. is like clearly the best, best uh, quarterback in the NFL. And – one thing about him, he's not really like. Of course, he's done it before, but he's he's, he's not going to really lose you games, all right. If if you're in position to win, most likely he's going to put it through. So, and then they kick and miss two field goals, so that, that game should probably went to overtime. But like you said, Trent, they should. Uh, they they didn't throw the ball. I think he had like 80 yards the whole game. Malik Willis. Um, but I like how they used the re-option. You know, took advantage of his uh his legs with Derrick Henry. That's crazy. 
you're doing a re-option with Derrick Henry. <laughs> I mean, you don't know where to go. So good game for the Chiefs and good game for the Titans also, I believe. Good game for both of them. We want to throw in one more thing when uh, you all were talking about it. I just can't get anyone open. You seen A.J. Brown throw that jab at him, saying that tweet he put out there in the middle of the game. Yeah, that's I, 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 uh, catch 40 yards, I think, was was the leading wide receiver. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he tweeted something like right before halftime saying, I guess nobody can get open. <laughs> like, man. <laughs> that's the Eagles thing, you know, so that's what they do, I guess. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to a different a next game. Uh, this game was a heartbreaker for me. Vikings uh, and the Commanders, right? Vikings won this game twenty to seventeen. You know, uh, yeah. So let's go right into it. We're gonna start with two trend. All right, give us your feedback from that game. Yeah, Joe. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I got a lot of Washington fans uh, on my end too, and I was actually watching the end of that game, and I felt I felt so bad for all of y'all. Uh, you know, that's just uh. It's a tough situation to be in. It's undisciplined, and I think that's kind of what's been Washington's, you know, Achilles heel versus some other things. But, uh, I mean, the run game is, you know, Joe, you you come at me with the Buccaneers and the run game, and the Washington <laughs> run game is just – is. I feel like I'm watching the Bucks when I'm watching Washington <laughs> try to run the ball. I mean, you got two guys out there who were on schedule, but just 13 carries for Robinson, 11 for Gibson – um, no one really taking over that backfield. And I would love to see side note. I would love to see Antonio Gibson get a role like he had in college. I mean, this guy played wide receiver at Memphis and was a stud. And I mean, the fact that they're, I'm not saying he's Debo Samuel, but the fact that they're not creating some type of role for him, uh, to where he can get out in space and kind of make things happen, uh, is beyond me. But transition to the Vikings. I think that TJ Hopkinson ad is huge. He had nine catches on his first appear in his first game. Uh, so just getting Cousins another weapon on top of Jefferson and Thielen, who's been solid, but you know, his age is creeping up on him. Um, mm -hmm. and I would say last thing real quick is the Washington defense just did not look great. Letting Kirk Cousins just kind of throw the ball uh at will. He had, I think it was what. 246 passing yards or something like that, something, something in the high 200s, um, and the two touchdowns. So hopefully Chase Young coming back for Washington helps that Washington pass rush because they can't just let quarterbacks sit in the pocket and have a field day out there. I got to disagree with you, Trent. All right, I got to disagree with you. All right, oh, so, which part? The defense <laughs> part. The defense part. All right, I think, I think the defense played great. They played good. We, they played good enough to win that game. Um, you look at that whole game, Kirk Cousins really had probably two good drives the whole game. It was the first drive when Justin Jefferson was just scorching uh, 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 our, our, our DBs, right? And then he scored a touchdown. And then after that, between, like, the second drive of the game, all the way up to that Dalvin Cook touchdown, he, he was kind of, like, stalled out. They were, like, they, they were convert, like, a first down or two. But they never got into the like they never really got into the red zone. Remember the score was 17-7 going to the fourth quarter. Well yeah. in the fourth quarter it was 17-7. So That's they did an awesome job. I had it written down here. That's what I was looking for. So 245 of the passing yards accounted for 301 of the total offense for the Vikings. Mm -hmm. yeah, they on the run. Um but I just felt like third down, I just felt like uh the secondary was getting torched for for a good part of the game. 
Yeah, it was a big place, you know, and because he was almost like like he like he was twenty two from forty from the field from the uh, yeah twenty two from forty. He only got sacked twice, but he was pressure all game, pressure all game. But what lost us the game, obviously, the Taylor Heineke interception lost us the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Taylor Heineke is the type of quarterback you got to live with it. I mean, I can't say, oh no, Taylor Heineke, because because he's like that, he made these magic plays. But he got he gets bailed out a lot. He threw a, he threw the ball in triple coverage at Curtis Samuels. That was straight fluke. Like that should have been picked off. But the referee tackled one of the DBs and helped us out. You know that <laughs> happened. You know so um, a lot a lot of the Commanders friends criticizing uh, Scott Turner, which I don't think he's doing a good job. He called a a QB draw <clears throat> on third and nine. Like come on now, like we 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 got the midfield. We in a situation if we get another first down, we can put ourselves in field goal range. On third and nine, you do a QB draw? Like, come on, man. Right? That remind me of the Daniel Jones quarterback sneak for real. <laughs> right? So right. that happened. But I like the call they made. It was one, it was fourth and one, and we ran a um, play action plays and, and, and give it a, a Terry on the bootleg. And Terry just the DB made a good play. He dropped it. A lot of people said, Oh, we should have ran it, but those same people last week, we went forward on fourth down to the coast and we ran it. And they said, Why are we running? Why are we running? Like these commander fans sometimes can be crazy. So that was a good call by him. But Ron Rivera, man, it's always one error he makes every game. I think it was second down. It was second. Uh, Taylor Haneke almost got sacked. He spinned off and got tackled on, a, um, on game nine yards. Uh, it's either second or one or third and one, one of the two. He threw a challenge flag. <laughs> he threw a challenge flag. Like, why are you throwing a challenge for one yard? He throws a challenge flag. We lose a challenge. So now when the Vikings are burning the clock, we don't have a timeout to stop the clock. So we get the ball back with 14 seconds left. Remember last week, Tenehanke threw an interception, and the Mm -hmm. coach went down and scored, and then we got the ball back and we scored and won a game. You know, so that's how I looked at it. And and lastly, oh, my goodness, John Ridgeway tackling the center. Like, come on, man. Like, like little stuff like that is like, come on, dog. Like, you're welcome. The special team, you know, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I said you're welcome. He came from Dallas. Like, you know, like <laughs> I know he's a rookie, but you're a special team coach. That's some of the things you, you, you talk about, you know, because you know people jump over the piles like that. You can't do this. You can't do that. That should be talked about throughout the whole training camp and all that stuff, right? So when he made that penalty, that loss of the game also, because we would have got the ball back with over a minute left. Like, like mm-hmm. basically almost two minutes left. But instead, we get it back with 14 seconds. But defense did an awesome job. When they got into the red zone, we stopped them. They didn't score. So, yeah, I'm, that, that's, that's that's my thing. <coughs> I still believe they can still make the playoffs, you know, because the NFC is not good. <laughs> but that was a tough loss for us. It's time, Joe. <laughs> you see, yeah. Kev? I wouldn't say the I wouldn't say the NFC is not good. I would say it's a dog fight because – Look at your record right now. Everyone's still like one or two games away from making the playoffs. Look at the NFC East. Like if you all would have mm-hmm. won, like imagine what that's right there looking like all four teams could make the playoffs. So I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. So go take yeah. now, Tombo. I was just gonna say uh one thing. I know it felt good to be Kirk Cousins to come home and win that game like that. You know, that was yeah, one yeah. thing. Man, then there was a, another few things that you found out in that game is that even though your secondary was getting torched just a little bit, they were making plays when it was time to make some plays, i.e. that one play that got called back, the pick six that had Twitter, 
in shambles. They were like, man, what is going on here? And I told my uh, I told my good friend, I was like, look, man, that's that uh, that's that Dan Snyder need to sell the team play right there. With the rest are just like, nope, bring it back, bring it back. So there are little key elements to your defense that's coming back. You got Chase Young, who can add to that pass rush because again, your pass rush was there. And for you all to shut down Dalvin Cook, he only had what forty-seven yards on seventeen carries. Like I took the under. That's good enough. See. But uh, your, your run defense has always been that way. When you all played Dallas, it was the same way. You shut down both mm-hmm. of our running backs. It's just always it's always the linebackers to the secondary with you all. It gets it gets tricky in that area. But uh, to me, I wouldn't say I wouldn't hang my head too low on that. It's just look at it mm-hmm. like this. Also, and I looked up another thing with Heineke because there's a lot of uh, back and forth on the quarterbacks where people want where there's a quarterback controversy brewing. <clears throat> So far, he's like his record is like nine and ten. I think. Uh, if nine I'm wrong nine, on that, nine. then oh, it is. Yeah, I think he's ten and nine. We beat the Colts ten and nine. Okay, okay, hey, yeah. mate, we can go back on that. But uh, I think you all have your quarterback for the future. I really think you need to take the time to like invest in him and like build around him because at the end of the day, with a little bit with a perfect OC and a quarterback coach, he makes the he can make the team what it is because if you look at it once once went down and you all get Heineke the team kind of like rejuvenated just a little bit they was like oh we have hope and one of the things that you may not like it may be a silver lining is when it's time to throw the ball up he's just gonna throw it up it may be triple covered but a play is a, a play can be made versus mm-hmm. what Wentz when everyone was complaining for the first four or five weeks he holds on to the ball too long so there's some things and one thing I don't want them to do is what Trent said take Antonio Gibson and start using him like the real weapon that he is. Just me being an NFC East rival. That's all. Yeah, let me, let me, uh, so the Antonio Gibson thing, we need to feature him a lot more. First of all, he's our best running back, not Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson, good kid, rookie, I understand, but Antonio Gibson is way more, it's kind of like the Tony Parler and Zeke Elliott, but Zeke is better obviously than Robinson, but Robinson's getting more touches because he's more of the bruiser, I guess. But mm-hmm. um, um, also the defense that that play, both of them were being physical. Jefferson yeah. was holding on; he was holding Jefferson. They both being physical. That's a second pick six we got to take about one against the Cowboy. That was fluke, all right. And then this one that was, that was fluke, <laughs> and that was a game changer one. That would have put us up by three possessions, you know. So that was uh, that was a key play that that they they didn't call, you know. So, but I think our defense is playing great. They playing way better than I expected. You look at the last few weeks, nobody's really torching us, really. It's just our offense has been stacking it. We can't score the ball, you know. But mm-hmm. in our, when our rushing attack is not going well, the offense is not going well. Because Taylor And then building around Taylor Heineke, I would be okay with that for one year. You know, instead of putting money in for a quarterback, drive the quarterback, let Taylor Heineke start another year, and use that extra money to build around for the offensive line and stuff like that and, and, get, and, and get a legit DB. Instead of paying another quarterback, and then maybe yeah. we can do something with Heineke. I don't, I don't know, but let like draft the quarterback instead of paying paying for one, basically. So that's my take on that. All right, enough of the commanders. All right, so before we go to the next topic, make sure, y'all like, <laughs> make sure y'all like this video. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, share this video with somebody that y'all know, uh, so they can come on watch live with us. Use the comment section. We can see all the comments y'all putting now. And last but not least, yeah, he brings the energy, Kevin. You're right. He brings energy, but he also kills it. <laughs> it's the Romo factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, he threw it. If he over, uh, all right. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right. So, <laughs> this next game, the Jets and the Bills. All right. So the Jets and the Bills. Uh, the Jets beat them twenty to seventeen. I'm gonna kick this one off. So, Josh Allen lost this game. I mean, bad. And it, both of his picks were terrible. The first one he threw in the flat after the defense made it made a play. Oh no, sorry. After Stefan Diggs made a play on Sauce, like he literally Sauce Sauce like on like off the first play for real. And then right after that, Josh Allen throws an interception in the flat. And then he got second interception through the Sauce was another bad play. He overthrew Diggs twice. He over he he uh, he under he underthrew on uh, one of the running backs that was, I forgot who it was number twenty. He underthrew one of the running backs for a touchdown. I mean, Josh Allen has played bad, and he said it in his uh, press conference. He said that he played terrible, and the defense uh, showed up today. But Wilson, I don't know, man. Like Wilson, man. Like I don't know what it is, and I don't I don't know if it's a play calling because I you know I like the I like Mike Mike Lafleur, so I don't know if it's Mike Lafleur. Or it's it's Zach Wilson, man. But Zach Wilson be missing people wide open. That last, I'm not sure y'all remember, but uh, the last field goal they kicked to basically win the game uh, on third down. I don't know what play they ran because he, he faked the handoff and, and Wilson is captain and got sacked. I'm not sure like they did it on purpose to position the uh, the field goal kicker or not, or was that a drawn up play? But yeah, Carl don't like Wilson. <laughs> So, but <laughs> Buffalo is still Buffalo, but I'm just like, I know Josh Allen is not passing Mahomes. He has, you look at all their losses, he didn't play well. That's just how it is, right? So, Patrick Mahomes on a different level than him, and the Jets defense is, is, is serious. Not the offense, but defense is serious. All right, Tombo? I want to say uh, Buffalo is all flats, no drums. And I'm going to say what I mean by that is they have no running game. Like no, they could have easily won that game if they just knew how to run the ball effectively. Like I want to say, when people always argue about who's the best team in the NFL right now, we always most people throw out the Bills, some people throw out the Eagles. I gotta, <clears throat> man, I hate to say this, I really hate to say this. I gotta edge it out and say the Eagles may be the best team in the NFL right now because they can beat you effectively anyway. They can beat you with their defense, they can beat you with the running game, and they can throw the ball now. Oh, my goodness, I had to say that. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> but the Bills, you know that if you can do what the Jets did yesterday, if you could stop just two or three of them passes to Stephon Diggs or maybe McKenzie, you have a shot in the game. And you just get to uh, – what is it? You just get to Allen. And that's effectively what the Jets did. They said, okay, you want to throw the ball? I'm going to put my rookie on your number one receiver, and then I'm going to trust the other guy to shut him down every now and then. But we know you can't run the ball. So every time you, if you try to run it, we're just going to stop it. And that's what happened because Zach Wilson still see ghosts. You just called it. I, he was a like, no, nah, that was the other quarterback, but he was nah, seeing uh, ghosts on that nah. last play. Yeah. <laughs> so if the Bills could actually go out and get a running back, I don't know why they didn't go get one, but they would affect. They would have won that game. Also, we just got to stop and take some time and say the Jets are who we thought the Lions were going to be this year. Like they're a young uh. team and they're pl- and they're playing with some they playing with some heat. Like they not they're not showing up and being the old time Jets. They're like, no, you gonna have to play football when you play us now. So that's my take on it. Look out for the Jets. Man, the whole division actually. Miami looking yeah. good too. Tyree Hill, best receiver in the league. All right, go ahead, Trent. 
I wouldn't well, tell me the Bills did go get a running back, but the Jets defense slapped Naeem Hines on the side of a milk carton. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I love this Jets team, man. I have a good friend who's in the chat right now who's a Jets fan. And, uh, man, this uh, this Jets team, Robert Sala, he's always, you know, preaching this all gas, no breaks mentality. And I'll tell you what, this team is led by the Jets defense, but this team can run the football and they can run wow. the football well. So, I mean, this is kind of the recipe you got. This is the recipe that teams are going to have to follow if they want to beat the Bills. You're going to have to win time of possession. You're going to have mm -hmm. to force Josh Allen to turn the ball over, and you're going to have to run the ball well. And they did that. They did 141 rushing yards from their running backs to to the Bills, 48 yards from their running backs. So, I mean, that takes a toll. You got to run the ball in this league to be successful. It's a passing league. It's a quarterback league, but the quarterbacks – I mean, they're only going to benefit from that run game. To I mean, we see it with the Bucks. Brady is just out there struggling because we can't run the ball. Heineke's out there running around because they can't run the ball. I mean, if you can't run the ball, it's a problem. So I love this Jets team, man. Kudos to them. I think this is a huge win for them. Obviously, it goes without saying it's a huge win. But, I mean, the Jets all year were that team where it was like we didn't want to take them seriously. We were just kind of making excuses. Oh, they beat the Dolphins with no Tua. And then – they throw three interceptions and lose to the Patriots and everyone goes, Oh wait, that's what we were waiting on. That's the Jets team. We all know and love. And uh, they bounced back and got a huge win. So I think it says a lot about a young team. That's a, that's a character win for the Jets more than anything. So I'm all in on the Jets this year, not to look in too much into the bills. I think the bills are going to be there at the end, but the Jets are for real. Yeah. The Jets, the only issue is Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, if he don't lose in the game, they'll win. Like you said, they lost because he threw three interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so he'd he be putting ball in Hans, Hans way a lot. He's very inaccurate, but I like the Jets team too. All right. Both of the New York teams are balling this year. That's good. So the, our next game, we're going to talk about the Lions and the Packers. So for those who know, I had the Packers winning the division this year. <laughs> All right. And I was bold about it too. <laughs> and. It ain't over, you know. Season is not, you know. We, we like halfway over, through the season. Man. It's over. It's over, man. <laughs> halfway it's through over. the season. So, so yeah. So, uh, um, the Packers lost twenty to seventeen. It's funny. I mean, not twenty seventeen. Fifteen to nine. It's funny. A lot of these games were twenty to seventeen. Also, I noticed that. But they lost fifteen to nine. Uh, I, I'm not sure when the last time they lost to the Lions, but I know it's been a long time since they lost to uh, Detroit. All right, but I we think will keep GM this was still in. GM was still in Detroit the last time they probably lost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That, it was that, that long ago. Did the right. did the Lions I got you? Did the Lions find a way to win this game or did the Packers find a way to lose this game? Because for the last few weeks, we've always been saying the Lions find a way to lose games. And it was like two or three times where they were looking like they about to do it again. They are not about to do this again. And then Aaron Rodgers does what Aaron Rodgers does best. Well, this season, just give up on his receivers, man. He just—he does not want to play this year. I told you that in the recap. I mean, in the uh, season opener when we did that, I said Aaron Rodgers does not like young receivers. He's not going to trust these kids. He barely even liked the front office before they paid him. So the fact that y'all traded Devontae and just was like, go out there and have fun. I seen this coming, man. I'm loving it as a Cowboys fan because it's finally <laughs> the demise of Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully he doesn't show up next week when we play him. 
But I'm just happy for the same thing I said about the Jets is the same thing I want to say about this Lions game where they just they showed up. And even though it looked like they were about to lose, they found a way to win that. And this may be the game to turn around this season for them because they needed one to show them that they could still do it. I have nothing else to say about Aaron Rodgers. Lil Wayne said it best. You should have traded him when you had the chance. <laughs> All right, Trent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this it goes without being said, really. Aaron Rodgers lost in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Packers were 0 for 4 in the red zone, and the Lions were 2 for 3. And that kind of tells you the story of the game. It was ugly pretty much the whole game from both sides. Uh, Detroit just kind of made it less, un- less ugly. So – I think, you know, this Detroit team, they're going to be in every game they play, win or lose. Uh, they're a tough team. They're the, you know, the grit that Dan Campbell preaches. That's a, that's a thing. So they're young, they're hungry, they're lions for a reason. Um, mm. But, and I, I just think, you know, Green Bay to Tomo's point, you know, that rumor came out that they look to shut, they get Waller, they get Claypool, and nothing comes out of it. So Rodgers, the fact that he is upset, he has every right to be. And the one thing I want to add is you can blame this on Rodgers. It is his fault for throwing three picks. But where was Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon? Aaron Rodgers led the team in rushing. So for the the fact that this Lions defense just shut down the two, you know, this running back duo that we pr- sing their praises every week, uh, and they were just MIA, not able to get anything done on offense, um, That that's surprising to me. Yeah. I know, I know Aaron Jones got hurt. Uh, in the second Jones, half, Jones and got then hurt. my thing is with with the Packers though they 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 abandoned the run too fast. That's 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 what I think they do. As far as Aaron Jones, like whenever they give Aaron Jones the right amount of touches, he performs. You know, but Aaron Rodgers one hundred percent lost that game. One hundred percent. It was too many opportunities for them to score a touchdown, and he he blew it. You know, so like that first drive, the defense did an awesome job. Fourth down, get a stop. Boom. You turn around, you get the ball all the way down in the red zone. I know this is fluke, but the it bounces off the helmet and then get an interception. <laughs> and then you got, you know, you did a, a great play call by Matt LaFleur. And Aaron Rodgers, he's getting pressure, but he, he didn't even get touched after that. Like, easy one. Just float it, under through it, interception. And then, like, and he, matter of fact, I think, I think three times, I think all his picks were in the end zone. <laughs> like, all three of his picks were in the end zone. So Aaron Rodgers played bad. He was missing people. He missed Lazard a few times. And Lazard made two great catches, you know. Mm-hmm. And they cheated, too. That Lazard, that, that was a touchdown, by the way. But they called it back. I thought it was a touchdown. When his knee was down, the ball was over the plane. And they threw a pick that play, you know. So Aaron Rodgers 100% lost that game. And you said, Tom, you said Detroit could turn the season around? Yeah. I think it's over for Detroit. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. So it's a moral victory. It's a moral victory. Yeah, Come on, man. Moral victory for the future. For for Dan Campbell yeah. to keep his job. They might know, go on the win streak. I ain't saying they're making the playoffs, but they could win. They could win out. Nah, when they went out. Nah, I don't think so. I think they're done. All right. I think they're done. All right. So, but but uh, now you got um, me looking at the schedule. <laughs> but yeah, the lines. Yeah, the lines. Like 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 you said, Trent. They're gonna be in every single game. They always are. They win both they, five they games. Like, <laughs> their Achilles heel is Jared Goff, in my opinion. I mean, they got one of the best offensive lines in the league. They got a great defensive line. From the line of scrimmage, they're awesome, but they got a bad quarterback. They got the running back. You know, um, yeah, right. so, 
So, so I think they're a quarterback away. They quarterback the away. Thing is, though, the thing is, though, when they do score thirty, they let out forty. So it's they're like you can't too. find that balance when it's when they are shutting teams out. They can't. They just need to. They can't. They got to coexist with each other at some point. Yeah. Yeah, and and yeah. that and that's what makes it worse about Aaron Rodgers. This they are the worst defense in the NFL, mm-hmm. and and nine points. Hey, come on, man. And it's because, like you said, zero four in the red zone. So. The season's not over yet for the Packers, though, because they lost that if game. It wasn't like they got. If it's over for the Lions, it's over for them, man. <laughs> <laughs> Three and six. Three and six. So I'm not, you know, Kirk Cousins and them, they ain't look too good against us. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right. So this next game we got for y'all, another one <laughs> that was very hot on the Raiders and the Jaguars. All right. <laughs> The Jaguars, <laughs> the Jaguars, I know Tom have been waiting for this. The Jaguars, 27, the Raiders, 20. All right. Um, Trent, I don't know if you know this, but I had the Raiders um, uh, finish at the number one seat. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> keep, keep going. No, keep going. You had more. You had more. I yeah. I, I also said that Derek Carlin went MVP this year. It's All okay. Right? <laughs> to keep it quiet. <laughs> All right, so when I said they're going to be the number one seed, I think they thought I meant they're going to win one game. I'm like, come on, I didn't say win one game. I said he'll be the number one seed. All right, All right this dude right here. So, so my, my feedback on this right here, they started off doing what they've been supposed to do all year, give the ball to Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. I think you had like, like, like on the first half, close to 15 targets in the first half, you know? He had like 140 yards or 130 yards in the first half. And then the second half, they stopped going to Devontae Adams. I don't get it. And then it's not just the offense. The defense collapsed every game, right? They are the only team in the NFL right now that gave up three 17-point leads this year. Three 17-point leads. So it's not like they can win these games. They are coming out here looking trash. Other than last week, they lost 24 donuts. But – and then special teams ain't showing up. Like, like, like the Jaguars had a couple of good returns. So I'm thinking the issue, Josh McDaniels, man. I'm sorry. It's it got to be Josh McDaniels. I mean, yep. dude said it on uh, on uh, I'm an athlete. They was cheating, right? That's why they was thinking, no. They were cheating. <laughs> you know, so now they can't cheat. And this dude, he can't win a game. Can't win a game. And he apologized himself to the fans last week. He apologized to the fans. So – uh, Derek Carr has not been playing good. And I know we're looking at Devontae. We're going with Devontae. He does not get the touches he was getting with Aaron Rodgers. You know, I still think Devontae is an elite receiver because when they were throwing the ball to him, he was actually making plays every time. The only play I would, you know, get mad at Devontae for is against the Chiefs when he couldn't get both feet down. But other than that, when you give him, when you throw the ball in his way and it's a catchable ball, he's going to catch it. You know, so. But Josh McDaniels got to do something fast, or he gonna be he gonna lose his job like my man Frank Wright. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, no, you touched on it all. I mean, the Raiders didn't just stop going to Devontae Adams in the second half; they just stopped playing football. So, I mean, everything that was going right in the first half just went wrong in the second half. They were three for twelve on third down, which is absolutely awful. And I agree with you one hundred percent. I mean. When you have a when you go up into the lead when you go into halftime up ten, and then you come out and lay a goose egg in the second half, I mean that's coaching, and obviously the coaches aren't out there on the field, but just to come back out and be that uninspired, 
and uh, not act like you're playing for something. You have that big blowout against the Saints, and you go up on the podium, and you tell everyone you're sorry, and you're going to figure it out, and then you do that. So uh, big blow to the Raiders, and I agree that defense looked lackluster in the second half. Trayvon Moerig is like one of their best – was supposed to be one of their most talented players on defense last year, and then this year he's just been MIA. Mm-hmm. So I think the Raiders obviously lost this game, but I will say Trevor Lawrence I thought looked great. He had 230 passing yards and 50 rushing yards. They're obviously getting ETN the ball, trying to feed him no matter what. And uh, the Zay Jones and Christian Kirk wide receiver experiment isn't the best in the league, but it's certainly working out for him uh, to this point. Yeah, especially Christian Kirk. He, he played good yesterday. Yeah, for sure. All right, Tombo. <sighs> I stayed you last for a reason. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, you said it all. You took all my weapons. I mean, what a difference a coach makes, man. Look at the Jaguars, you know. You're getting cleaned up like that in the first half, and then you just come out. It, looks like, it seemed like they, the Jaguars went in the Raiders locker room and just took all their mojo and was like, all right, this is how we're going to play the second half. And flat out, like you said, goose egg. That's what shocked me the most because I had cut the game off. I was like, okay, they found their rhythm. They're back. Let me go focus on something else. And then I look up and I was like, there's no way the Jaguars are winning this game right now. No way. Not with Derek Carr being the quarterback. And then you get Devontae Adams out there. But I said it two weeks ago when we won here. I told you I'm not going to kick you while you're down, man. You get a better coach <laughs> with, the, with the weapons that the Raiders got, you can bounce back and say all of that next year. But as far as right now, it's, it's not working. The message in the locker room is dull at this point. He may have had a chance to get the team back, but it's done. I don't think no one's listening to that guy anymore. But we can't shun what the Jags did. For them to come back and win that game the way they did shows mm-hmm. that the young kids down there, they're ready. So that's three teams that we talked about today that all used to be the laughing stock of the uh, NFL. It's the Jets, mm-hmm. the Jaguars. Well, the Lions are still losing, but they're showing some hope. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, man. Coaching, man. Coaching makes a big difference in just the small things. So, congratulations, Jaguars. <laughs> Derek Carr is not better yeah. than Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> I went for that. Yeah, so, but um, the uh, the Jazz played a good game. They ran the ball. They stuck with the run. You know, uh, they ran the ball twenty eight times. Had over one hundred. Uh, Etn had uh, twenty eight rushes, hundred nine yards. Trevor Lawrence, 25 or 31 with 250 yards. And like I said, that defense, too, there's no way Trevor Lawrence should have had that long run at the end of the second half. So that's how I noticed it was just a whole team collapse. When there was a whole team collapse, kind of similar to the coach game against the Jaguars last year, when it's a team collapse, you got to look at the coach, you know. And like you said, Tomo, last year they had less weapons, right, and they actually look better when once John Gruden got fired, they look much better. And I don't know why team. they didn't stick with him, but instead they won't get Josh McDaniels with more weapons, more pieces on defense, and you look worse. So, well, you uh, know why John had to go? John had to go because of that. No, why, I'm saying why fallout. the interim coach? I forgot his name. Oh yeah, yeah, why yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let him to the playoffs. You know, so like <laughs> you can't be mad at that. So. All right, so we got one more game left. Before we do that, make sure y'all like this video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, share this video with somebody that y'all know personally so you can come on and watch this last segment with us. Uh, use that comment section. We can see all the comments y'all putting down. Derek Carr, subpar. 
at best. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, he's playing like that right now. So use that comment. Oh, yeah. Do hold on. Do the commanders ruin the Eagles perfect record this coming week? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm hoping it. so. Speak I'm it. hoping so. <laughs> hey Garrett, speak it. Speak it. All right. <laughs> All right. So all right, enjoy the rest of the show. So the last segment we got, we got to talk about Trent team. We're going to have you kick this one off, all right? Yes, the sir. Buccaneers versus the Rams, 16-13. They needed, they both needed this one. This was the game. Like, which team is going to start trending up? Is it the Rams or the Bucks? And the Bucks prevailed. So talk about that game, Trent. Yeah, well, I'm just going to talk about the last 44 seconds. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, hey, this was uh, – you got to call it. It is what it is. For for the 59 minutes, it looked like, you know, a, a pretty bad Buccaneers team, and they were playing a pretty bad Rams team, which I saw yesterday that this is the first time the two Super Bowl champions played each other under 500 the following season in the years past because wow. Bucks won, Rams won. And they played head to head both at three and five. So, and uh, three and five and three and six or something, I believe. I forget what the Rams were at the moment. But um, yeah, huge win for the Bucs. Uh, I talked about it last week saying against the Ravens uh, was a must win. That obviously didn't work. So, this was a must win by default. And the Falcons losing is a huge help because the Buccaneers kind of have to monitor what they're doing at this point. Because uh, as it's looking right now, only one team's going to get in from that NFC South. But back to the game, um, the Buccaneers, you know, I, the best thing I liked was that they got Leonard Fournette out of there and gave Rashad White opportunity to come in. And uh, I think that's the explosiveness we need on offense. I love Leonard. I think he should be out there, but we're just overutilizing him way too much. Uh, we've seen it year in and year out. The shelf life on running backs is just uh, is not there anymore. And when Rashad White comes in the game, he just gives us that spark that we need. He runs faster. He runs hungry. Um, he runs harder, and that's just that's just the way it is. So, shout out to the Bucks defense. Rams had negative yards in the fourth quarter. Uh, so that I mean, Bucks defense has as much as crap as they've been getting uh, throughout the last couple of weeks. They prevailed when they needed to. They got a little healthier out there. Had Davis back at corner. Uh, Devin White wasn't walking on the field. Levante White was making. Uh, Levante David was making plays. So. You know, all in all, it wasn't a great game from the Bucks, but like you said, Joe, the win is what's important. Uh, you're looking at four and five, uh, tied for the division lead, owning the tiebreaker over the Falcons. Got to go to Germany and play a tough Seattle team, but five and five, if they do win that game, five and five heading into a bye week uh, would be more than, would make Bucks fans more than happy uh, with, with what we've been experiencing these last few weeks. So I don't think we're home free yet. I don't want to look too much into it. I don't think the Rams are as talented as people make them out to be. Uh, I think it was two average football teams playing each other, but the win is huge, and the win might just spark the the magic that Brady needs and the team needs. Because sometimes that win, you know, things aren't going well, but you could just tell in Brady's press conference uh, the way he hugged Byron Leftwich. Uh, that win, <laughs> that win, that win made a that win meant a lot to uh, to the organization and everyone inside of it. Yeah. All right, Tombo. Man, I tell my fantasy team name is QB Wives Matter. <laughs> and when I tell you, man, it, it makes a difference. 
Tom was struggling these first few weeks, man. He was going through it. And then after that, it just like something clicked when you said that last 55, 49 or 55 seconds of the game. It's just like Tom was like, give me the ball. We're going to win. And you've seen it in his eyes for like the last first seven to eight, first seven weeks of the season. It would be like that. And he'll have to look. But it was always like, like I really don't know. Like I'm not trusting what's going on. Another thing that happened is I think you all found your tight end. So that helps as well. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Otten. Yeah, Otten Kate showed Otten. up. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he showed up too, and you know Tom Brady loves a tight end. So he mm-hmm. got a tight end. He got the win. Uh, the Rams. I still like you said they're gonna they're gonna fall into the playoffs because of the division that they have. I'm on. I'm still a little sour about that week one loss, but <laughs> they still don't look like the team that they were week one as far as like defensive wise. I know you got a few injuries here and there. But another thing I want to touch on is the the Rams. That Super Bowl hangover. Like, what's going on? Like, they do not look like that scary team. They went out and got Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner added to the defense. They thought they was going to do all of this. Like, the defense was back. We brought everyone back. And they're just not looking the same. Like, is it the quarterback? Is it the running back situation that they got going on? It just seems like it's a lot of turmoil that's going on with, with that team right now. And with in the division in, they don't have time to be messing around because the 49ers just loaded up. The Seahawks are looking like the underdogs. And I mean the Cardinals, they're back and forth, but they're not a team to sleep on. So I, I don't know what to say about the Rams. I'm just leave them there. I think, like you said, these two teams both needed this win. And the fact that Tom Brady won the way that he did gives them that leverage to like propel over. And the Rams may be taking a downturn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Rams, yeah, the Rams are not the same. Whenever people talk about the Rams, what's might be the Rams, they always say they just beat the defending Super Bowl champions. That's the only good thing you can say about them right now. <laughs> There's nothing else you can say good. So that game, like I said, is both of them need us win. Which team is going to trend up? But when I look at that game, I'm like, are any of these teams going to trend up? Or is this just two bad teams playing with each other right now? That's like how I looked at it. Now, the Bucks might – or most likely will make the playoffs just off the strength of their division. Their division is trash right now. They're literally battling with the Falcons. And Mariota is the quarterback. You know, so that just says a lot. So you got Baker Mayfield as the Panthers quarterback. And the Saints, I mean, I don't know what they got going on over there. So, but the Buccaneers, Tom Brady did play good that game. They, they were dropping passes to left. And they had like, like almost 10 drops that game. Right, especially the one with Scotty Miller in the end zone, right in his helmet. So Tom Brady played so good that game, not playing. And one thing about Tom Brady is the reason why they're they're actually in every game, even though they have no rushing attack, even though receivers dropping the ball, even though they have all these injuries, Tom Brady only got one interception for the whole season. And that is so mm. key. All right. As um, far as uh, a TD turnover ratio, he's number one in the NFL right now with only 10 touchdowns. All right. So Tom Brady keeps doing that, you know, keeps, you know, uh, uh, keeping the ball out of uh, the ball out of harm's way and let his defense keep playing the way they playing, you know, and but they, they're going to have to score some points, though, eventually, because they got a tough schedule ahead of them. You know, Seattle, offensively, they're very explosive and defensively, they're very stingy. All right. They lead, a, they lead the NFL in takeaways. So Seattle is supposed to you're going to have to play the Browns with Deshaun Watson, I think. You gotta play the 49ers. I mean, you got, you got the Cardinals, I think, right? So you, you got you got some teams that could potentially still beat the Bucks. 
But like I said, because they are in the AFC, I mean, it's the NFC South, meaning that they are going south, right? They're going all the way down. <laughs> they still, they can still win this game. All right, we said winning division, but the Rams, they are done. I'm sorry, they're not making the playoffs. I'm very disappointed in them. I had them not winning the division, but being second in that division behind the 49ers. But I have no faith in them because that offensive line is terrible. And Matthew Stafford is another Carson Wentz, a sitting duck in the pocket. And when you got someone like that, you need to go offensive line. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You don't agree with that? It just feels good. No, no, it just feels good to see Matt Stafford come back yeah. down to earth. <laughs> No, I agree. Yeah, with you, Joe. I mean, the Bucks. That's that's really the thing you said about you know keeping the ball out of harm's way for Brady. That's obviously going to be huge, but you touched on it. The problem is when we start to play those teams like with the high-powered offenses, with the the Chiefs and the the teams that we're well, we won't see them in the playoffs. But the teams that do have higher-powered offenses in the NFC, we can't rely on our defense being mm-hmm. on the field for 35, 40 minutes getting stop after stop after stop when Brady can't get the ball in the end zone. So that's my concern. What's saving grace, though, is uh, Vita Vea showed up yesterday. He sure did. Sure did. I thought that was Aaron Donald. (laughs) (laughs) I want to give you a stat, though. Uh, The Commanders had more rushing yards than the Bucks and the Rams combined. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Yeah, so all right, cool. So that's that. All right, y'all. Make sure y'all like this video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right, we about to end this live. So once we end it, you can go back and watch it. So you can share with smart and they can go back and watch the live. And then we're gonna break up these these segments and uh small videos so you can just go right to the team you want to listen to. All right, talk about all right. So appreciate y'all for staying to the end. We really do. Uh y'all were all in the comments. I know the Ravens game is kicking off, so y'all want to go and watch that. But before we get off, like we always do, last words, get some, you know, talk about your squad, you know, maybe some fans are watching. So we're going to start off with you, Tomo, you, Trent, and we're going to end it. Hey, man. <clears throat> it always feels good to come on here and talk a little sports, you know. I appreciate the uh, invite. And to the Cowboys fans, man, let's just let's just keep this ball rolling. I know we uh, had that wide receiver that we was going to trade for, but, you know, some things just don't work out. We're looking – we may be a tight end uh, running back team going forward. But, hey, let's just keep these wins going. Oh, they're back on out there. Y'all, y'all, I'm not, I'm not falling for them. That's a lot of chirp. That's it. <laughs> All right. All right, Trent. Yeah, just uh, Joe, thanks for having me again. Tomo, good talking sports. Love coming on, refuse to lose. Uh, Buccaneers fans, man, just continue to trust in 12, man. So only way is up. Got the division, three division games in front of us. Uh, the division's lackluster at the moment, so I'm really feeling confident that we kind of control our own destiny at this point. So let's get this win in Germany, get the bye week, and go from there. Let's get it. All right, that's all we got for y'all today, and we'll see y'all next episode. Thank you for staying to the end. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video, subscribe, and also hit that notification button so you can be notified next time we put out a video. If you're listening on any podcast platform, subscribe and hit that notification button, y'all, so you can be notified we put out another podcast audio. And last but not least, hit that share button. No matter what you're listening to or watching it, hit that share button. 
and send it to somebody that you know that would love to watch this episode you just listened to. So once again, thank you for staying to the end, and we'll see y'all in the next episode. Oh, they're back on out there. Y'all, y'all, y'all I'm not, not falling for it. That's a lot of chirp. That's it. <laughs> All right. All right, Trent. Yeah, just uh, Joe, thanks for having me again. Tomo, good talking sports. Love coming on, refuse to lose. Uh, Buccaneers fans, man, just continue to trust in 12, man. So only way is up. Got the division, three division games in front of us. Uh, the division's lackluster at the moment. So I'm really feeling confident that we kind of control our own destiny at this point. So let's get this win in Germany, get the bye week, and go from there. Let's get it. All right, that's all we got for y'all today. And we'll see y'all next episode. Thank you for staying to the end. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video, subscribe, and also hit that notification button so you can be notified next time we put out a video. If you're listening on any podcast platform, Subscribe and hit that notification button, y'all, so you can be notified we put out another podcast audio. And last but not least, hit that share button. No matter what you're listening to or watching it, hit that share button and send it to somebody that you know that would love to watch this episode you just listened to. So once again, thank you for staying to the end, and we'll see y'all the next episode.